I love grocery shopping in Turkey. Um, I love how warm and kind people are here. And it's, I feel like people say that you don't really get to experience Turkish culture in Istanbul. And I get it. You experience it here, you know? I go to this place to get a sandwich and chai tea. And the guy always shakes my hand every time I leave. And it's run by the guy and his dad. The guy serves me. He takes my order and he serves me. He takes my payment. The dad always makes sure to come by my table to say hello. And then he tries to say something in Turkish. <laughs> which, of course, I don't understand. But it's really sweet. And they have a dog, Shaker. She's a street dog. But she's always there at that cafe. And um, I really go there for Shaker. I actually go there because the first time I went there, it's like sitting on this canal. And I thought, oh, how nice to sit outside and enjoy the view of the canal. And then the guy made my sandwich. And I just felt like, I felt like he just put so much care into that sandwich, you know? They call it toast here. It's like a panini, basically. I don't know. I just felt like he put so much love and care into that sandwich. And so I'd been going to a different place. And I've tried other places. But I always keep going back to that one. I feel like he... He really cares about what he does. Also, their tea is really strong. It's stronger than most places make their tea it's, yeah I like strong tea I love Turkish chai on the boat I brew the chai and I add milk can't help it the milk is so comforting I love black tea with a little bit of milk um, I actually learned that from an Iraqi friend whose mother was obsessed with all things English. What is it? What is that word? Is it Anglophile? She loved everything British. And so we would always have English breakfast or Earl Grey tea. And then I worked for a British company and I learned about PG Tips. I actually never drank PG Tips. And I worked at that company for seven years. Uh, yeah. And I had a friend in college from Pakistan. And whenever I would go visit her, she would make chai. Which is basically... I, I thought it was like some really special thing. It was just... The way she made it was just Lipton. Like bags of Lipton black tea. And milk. And some sugar. Over the stove. She cooked it for a really long time, and she would stand there. I mean, maybe like 20 minutes. It felt like forever. You know? Especially when you're waiting for your chai. Oh, it was awesome. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, that sounds great. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Hmm. You know, I know that I talk about things and it seems like I'm upset. I don't really know how to describe it. 
in the last few years, I've never spent so much time thinking about what I want. And I feel like because of that, all the reasons I don't already have everything I want, you know, all of these stagnant beliefs, they're coming up for me to examine and address. And I'm not, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess I am afraid sometimes, but for the most part, I'm pretty comfortable sitting with those feelings. And I feel really grateful to do so. I also feel like doing things this way just makes my life easier overall. Um... I haven't had a cigarette in 16 days. I'm actually using um, an app called Days Since, and you can track you can track your good habit um, in months, weeks, days, or hours. So I've been tracking it in hours. I'm at like 360 something hours right now. Because when you see it in hours and you see like that big number, you know it really feels like an accomplishment, and you want to keep it going. But today, I, I really wanted a cigarette. I really wanted a cigarette. And I realized it was because someone said something to me that made me realize that I wanted something but had been, like, telling myself I didn't want, you know? This is a local, this is a local issue specific to this location. Um, Yeah, and then I thought about it later. And I know how to fix it now. Um, I have gone back to calling in the one. So I last mentioned it, the last time I mentioned it, I was on day three. Day three... So every day there, there's an exercise and then there's a bonus exercise. Day three was make a list of the things you want and then create, like turn it into an affirmation stating that you would give yourself that thing, whatever that thing was. If I, I want to feel secure, I give myself security. I make myself feel secure, so on and so forth. Part two is to write a letter to yourself from your lover, uh, from your future lover. I've done this before. I mentioned that I've done this before, and I wasn't going to do it again, but I thought, I may as well do it right if I'm going to do this thing. I'm already not doing it day by day, you know? So, I did the exercise, and I let myself really enjoy it, and I found myself having you know, this fictional lover, address some of my insecurities and turn them into things that he's going to love, you know, insecurities about my body, insecurities about my emotions, my moodiness, you know, even insecurities about my performance in bed. It's like stupid. Um, 
things like this. And, um, you know, I, I enjoyed it. And I wrote three letters or three pages of things. The, the letter is three pages long. So then you write the letter and then you read it back to yourself. So I read it back to myself and I was like, oh my God, this is so awkward and lame. Like, I feel so weird doing this. I don't want to read this to myself, but I put my hand over my heart. She says to put your hand over your heart. And I read the letter back to myself. And as I was reading the letter back to myself, I was like, oh my God, look at all these things that I want that I've never gotten from anyone, you know, like maybe a little bits here and there from different guys here and there, but there was so much that I never experienced that I still haven't experienced and received. And it was just such a great feeling to allow myself to say like, this is what I want, you know? Um, yeah, and then it just made it really clear why other things, other situations have not worked out with men. It made it very, very clear. It made it so clear. Like, I'm excited about it, you know? Um, yeah, it was really exciting. Day four was a little less monumental. It was just like, describe the qualities you want in a relationship. So like the qualities you have going, I don't know, like your motivation kind of. So, you know, let's say like your motivation is validation, which I definitely have been motivated by in the past. Then, you know, that's, that's not really, that's not really the kind of motivation we're going for here. So your motivation should be like, you know, like love and joy, peace, you know, I, I keep feeling this overwhelming sense of peace when I think of this future. So I chose four qualities. Um, I think they were peace, love, ease, uh, because I feel like I'm doing all this work now to make it easier down the line. Not that it's going to be super easy, but I think I'll choose a little better, which should make things easier, right? And then I think security. Yeah, security. So then uh, the second part of the exercise is to go out and and like do perform an action that embodies that quality for you. So peace... I was going to go watch the sunrise. I missed it. So one thing that also makes me feel peaceful is to sit out in the sun and read. So I did that. Ease. Um, I've been showering in the boatyard because there's hot water in the yard. But I don't like it. I don't like the shuffle from the boat to the communal shower area. So I've been showering on the boat. And first... I was just doing cold water. Now I've worked out a system. I boil water. (laughs) Um, I pretend I'm camping. Um, Yeah. 
but I was like, I want to just do this on the boat. It would make my life so much easier. It would be so much faster, you know? Uh, and then it's not, and then I don't have to like get dressed to go take a shower and then like come back in my, do you know what I mean? Like it was just like so much planning and coordinating. So I was like, okay, we're going to eliminate that. So I did that. That felt great. Uh, love. So at the cafe, it's, it, so the place where I went to go read, it was the cafe with the sandwich and the dog. Her name is Sheker. So I made to, I made sure to see Sheker. I was like, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. And I went to see Sheker and she was happy to see me. And I spent some time with her. That was really nice. Uh, the, the answer was animals. I love like what makes me feel loving animals. I love them. Also, I sat down um, on a bench in the yard and in the marina. It's a marina. I don't know why I always call it a yard. But um, so I was sitting in a, on a bench and there was a cat. There's this cat that is very friendly and he just kept coming over and sitting in my lap. He would see a dog and get scared or run off. But then he would come back and sit in my lap. And it was the best, the best, the best. Um... And then security. One makes me feel secure. I was like, what's an easy thing I can do? Like, honestly, I'm vain. And putting in a little bit more effort to make myself look nice always increases my sense of security. I don't, I'm not like insecure without it, but like, it definitely makes me feel more secure, you know? Um, So... I looked nice that day. I think I, like, did my hair differently, too. And that was just, like, a really nice thing to do. You know what I mean? I guess it, like, solidifies those qualities, that feeling, those feelings in your body. And then day five is called Vision of Love. So it's imagining what this life is going to look like. I have a vision of like a day in the life, but I hadn't really thought, okay. Okay. I told you, I read through the book and I did think about it a little, but I didn't want to think about it because I'm like, what am I going to have to give up? I'm going to have to give up so many things. Um, so I have not completed day five and it's been three days now. But the first thing she asks you to do is make a list of all your goals for life. You know, have you done that? I've never done that. And I realized that actually writing out the list, like I have ideas in my mind, you know, of what I want to accomplish before I die but I've never actually sat and written these things out. And like, that's crazy because every self-help thing says like, you got to write out your goals, you know, at least make a list. And I've never done that before. I've always been afraid. I've always been afraid, you know, like what if, I don't know, what if I'm unable to rise to the occasion? I guess just like, just like, uh, I've been afraid of this whole process. So, yeah, so I started writing the list and then I stopped. Then I started writing the list again before bed. And then it's like, 
you know, it's really important to make sure that you're including everything, every single thing that you want to accomplish in this lifetime. Then you want to imagine yourself having that and having the relationship. And for me, it would be the addition of kids, right? How is that going to work out? So I haven't gotten to the vision part yet. But I finally made a list of goals. I felt really good to do it. I started at like 2.30 in the afternoon today. This is the third day I've sat with this exercise, by the way. And then um, finished at about midnight tonight. It's about 1 a.m. here in Turkey. I mean, even that was like a big step, you know? It was a big step. There's one last thing I want to talk about. And then I'll let you go. So she also mentions in that chapter, in chapter five, and this could also be why it took me so long to complete the exercise, uh, to work through it, I should say, because I haven't completed it. She mentioned briefly, and I don't know why she didn't elaborate on this because I just thought it was so profound. She mentions that she was married to something. She was married to like an idea of how things should be. And so she was married to this idea of being like a nun and not being married. And she'd made a prom. Oh, she made a promise. She made a promise when she was young that she was going to like give herself up to God or something. Right. And so the reason she couldn't have a clear vision was because she was still holding on to this promise. And that's an interesting thing. I found that to be so interesting because how many things are we holding ourselves back from because of some promise, you know? That doesn't just apply to finding the love of your life. It applies to every single fucking thing you want for yourself. Every single goddamn thing. Did I make a promise? And I went through, and I think this dream that I had was about those promises. I made promises to other people, to New York. Maybe not directly to them, but like, you know, I made promises. And I think maybe... I'm like telling myself that I can't have what I want because I need to honor these promises, you know? But fuck, when you make a decision, when you don't know any better, you gotta give yourself permission to change your mind when you do know better. That's the essence of progress. I mean, that is progress, right? And what is life? if not the pursuit of progress and growth and expansion. (sighs) Well, I can't sleep, but I'm going to let you go. I can't sleep because I was really proud of myself for not smoking today, and I went and I got (laughs) some Madagascar vanilla gelato. And... um, Made myself an affogato. <laughs> and now I can't sleep. Anyway, 
Thank you a million times. Grazie mille for being here. It is an honor and a pleasure. I hope you're having a wonderful week. And as Vicky would say, ciao for now.